Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. This is a special edition of Rudy Max's World because I'm coming to you live from downtown Dublin, Ireland, where I'm comfortably ensconced in one of Dublin's finest hotels. It's called the Marion. That's spelled M-E-R-R-I-O-N. And today I'm going to introduce you to this city and some of its most interesting residents. But let me start by telling you a little bit about Dublin. Ireland's a country of about four and a half million people. And about a quarter of them live here in Dublin, Ireland's capital. This is a very lively city, that's an understatement, with three large universities. Google's European headquarters is here. There's also a large Intel presence, and thousands of Dubliners are employed by those two companies. Guinness's Beer's home office is here, and its brewery is the most popular tourist site in all of Ireland. I toured it Thursday. It offers a terrific experience for visitors. And I was taught the six steps in drawing a proper pint of Guinness from a tap. Who knew? Six steps. Dublin's also a literary city. Novelist Anne Enright once said that in other towns, clever people go out and make money. In Dublin, clever people go home and write their books. And indeed they have. Dublin's hosted George Bernard Shaw, Samuel Beckett, Jonathan Swift, W.B. Yeats, Yeats, excuse me, James Joyce, and Iris Murdoch. And the author of Dracula, Bram Stoker, was born here in Dublin and graduated from Trinity College. You'll learn more about Trinity College down the road in the show. He also married, by the way, Oscar Wilde's girlfriend, Florence. Just a block down the street here from the Marion Hotel is the childhood home of Oscar Wilde. He lived there the first 23 years of his life. And right across the street from his childhood home is a statue of him in Marion Square surrounded by some of his famous sayings. It was Wilde, you might recall, who said, only dull people are interesting at breakfast. And a cynic is a man who knows the price of everything but the value of nothing. And then one of my favorite sayings from Oscar Wilde, I drink to keep body and soul apart. There's theater here, there are great restaurants, there's incredible Irish music, and we're going to hear some of that this hour. And yes, there are pubs where it's always been said that no one is ever a stranger for very long. Uh, as I say, we're going to hear some great Irish music coming in and out. We're also going to talk to the musicians who are here in uh, the Hotel Marion with us. I've got to tell you, I arrived here to mild weather last Tuesday, and this country is busy making preparations for a very big new year. The entire year of 2013 will be what's called the Gathering 2013 here in Ireland. It's an invitation to folks of Irish descent, or anyone really who's ever fallen in love with anything Irish, from a pint of Guinness uh, to Irish music, to come visit Ireland. Uh, you can find more information at thegatheringireland.com. You'll see a whole year's uh, worth, of, worth of events. Now, I've gathered together some guests from Ireland. You're going to meet them this hour. But first, let's take a quick look at the news and travel this week. Well, another United Airlines computer breakdown on Thursday may soon begin to take a toll on United's business, say some observers. This breakdown lasted two hours, but it snarled more than 700 flights. And this follows similar computer failures in March and August. United said the problem wasn't due to the merger of United and Continental's computer systems, as the previous two were. But the airline's president said he's aware some travelers booked away from United this summer due to previous computer problems. Now, if you're planning on touring the North Korean countryside, you can now take pictures. At least that's the word from North Korea, where the government is reportedly easing travel restrictions. Visas for Chinese travelers are being processed in days. These are for Chinese travelers. In days rather than weeks. Arrivals are clearing immigration much faster than before. And guards once assigned to escort travelers on tour buses are apparently off to other assignments. And visitors can actually snap 
pictures from the buses. Meanwhile, as if airlines don't have enough to worry about as they return to profitability, it turns out that aviation in America faces a looming shortage of commercial airline pilots. Airline experts say it's the most serious pilot shortage since the 1960s. Kit Darby is an aviation consultant who works with airlines. He studies their trends and hiring practices. His company is named, appropriately enough, Darby Aviation Consulting. By the way, he's a former United Airlines captain and still trains pilot on the 717 and 727s for Boeing in Atlanta, Georgia. Kit, I got to tell you, this one came out of the blue to me. What is the problem? Why this sudden shortage of pilots? Well, you know, it's, it's hard to, to anticipate, Rudy. I mean, the airlines have looked out the door for 40 years, and there was a line of plenty of pilots. <laughs> so I, I'm not even sure that some of the airline management understands the nature of this problem yet. But it grows from two things. One, uh, more difficult for young pilots to enter the system. The new rules coming in August do two things. They raise the cost of training, and they raise the experience level required to get into the business by a substantial margin. Previously, 250 hours. Now, 1,500 hours with a lot of additional training. So, Can I just stop here? Did you say previously a pilot had to have 250 hours of flying, and now it's 1,500? Yes, sir. And an additional rating That's to go quite with a it. That's quite a rate. That's quite a upping the numbers. Well, it is, and it's it, it, it's sort of like you know it's not unlike our physical cliff that we're facing. That when we have a, a steep increase, that it that increases the problem, but also the timing. Uh, we're now down to this is enacted in uh, August of next year. It's not much time, and the final rules are not out. So we have to make a very uh, adjustment in a very short period of time, a large adjustment. In a short didn't, the pilot, of time. didn't the FAA just say pilots can work instead of up to age 60 now to 65? Wouldn't that help out a little bit in the labor pool? Well, it helped tremendously for the last five years because pilots basically didn't retire. But beginning December of this year, the pilots begin retiring again. So we're sort of back to normal on retirements uh, with the cliff ahead in August and some additional work rules for pilots where a little bit more rest is required, particularly at night. So the combination of um, retirements and new additional work rules and these new higher minimums for pilots sought to make the perfect storm for a, a real pressure on the supply of pilots. We believe that it will be insufficient to meet the needs of the smaller airlines, although the larger airlines will probably still be able to attract to their much better jobs sufficient pilots. You told the Wall Street Journal we're about four years from a solution, but we're only about six months away from the problem. That's a pretty devastating quote. We just have a few seconds left. Uh, Kit, what, what are airlines going to do about this? Well, the airlines don't seem to have a solution right now. Like I say, many of them haven't directly acknowledged the problem. And the solutions require building 1,500 hours of flight time, perhaps getting a four-year degree. These are things that are not done in a short time, and, and the problem is imminent. Okay. Kit Darby, thank you for joining us. We'll, uh, we may check in with you on this as, as it unfolds over the next couple of years. Yes, sir. I look forward to it. Kit Darby is an aviation consultant. You can find more out about him at Kit Darby, K-I-T-D-A-R-B-Y, kitdarby.com. And uh, we're going to come back in just about a minute from the very best hotel in Dublin, which is the Marion Hotel, where we are. And we're going to consider some Irish music. But we're delighted to have the band that we're going to be talking to one of its members in a moment. The band who's going to be playing that music, they are called the uh, uh, Irish House Party Band. And they're going to play us out into this commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back from Dublin, Ireland.
To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with her nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Hi folks, Rudy Maxa here inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible country wide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's an advanced natural product clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 without significant lifestyle changes. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling one 800 525 The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Rudy Maxa's World is actually in Dublin, Ireland for a special weekend show. Nice to have you here with us this weekend. I wish you could be here. It's actually sunny and a gorgeous weekend here. It's been quite mild the week I've been here. This hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Tourism Ireland. And if you've ever thought about taking a trip here to Ireland, well, 2013 is the year to do it. That's because Ireland's issued an open invitation to the world called The Gathering Ireland 2013. It's a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. Now, maybe you have an Irish name or Irish roots in the family. Maybe you've studied in Ireland, worked here, or enjoyed the music and food. Maybe you just have a desire to see this beautiful country rich in history with stunning landscapes. Whatever the reason, 2013 is the perfect year to plan a vacation to Ireland and be part of the worldwide gathering. Information at thegatheringireland.com. You can see what's planned for 2013 and how to be a part of it. And to plan a vacation... Just go to discoverireland.com. I've got links to both those at rudymaxa.com. Just look under sponsors. And we uh, are going to hear a little music here, and then we're going to talk to one of the musicians who's providing the, let's say, atmosphere and ambiance here. You want to hit it, gentlemen? Yep. (laughs) 
A hungry feeling Came o'er me stealing And the mice They were squealing In my prison cell And the owl triangle And shingle jangle All along the banks Of the royal You're listening to the Irish House Party, and boy, are they good. And that the vocals, uh, the vocal uh, you, vocalist you just heard is Jerry Nolan. He's going to join me now. He's playing the guitar. On the Illin pipes, and we'll learn about the, what those are in a moment, is, is uh, Fer Fergal Chambers and Declan Quinn is playing flutes and tin whistles for us uh, uh, during the show. What first, let's, Jerry, first of all, let's explain what Illin pipes are to folks. Well, I'm sure everybody is familiar with the Scottish Highland bagpipes. They're uh, well known all around the world. In Ireland, we have a version of the pipes. They're called Illin pipes. Um, and the reason for that is Illin is the Irish word for elbow. And you use your Illin or your elbow to pump the bag rather than blowing into the bag like the Scots do with the Highland pipes. So that's where the name comes from. And I saw the Irish House Party play. By the way, if you w would like to, if you, you, the music has already transfixed you, you can go to theirishhouseparty.com and... And, and learn more about them. I heard you play, you do a couple nights a week, you do the Irish House Party, you do a, uh, a dinner at a restaurant called the Irish House Party Pub and Restaurant, and then across right. the street at the Tivoli Theater, the Irish House Party performs. Um, you've got, uh, at least tonight I saw you, had a great vi uh, violinist, or yeah. I guess you would call her yeah. a fiddler. That's right, yeah, and, subtle difference. And then uh, a lovely one playing the accordion, my uh -huh. instrument of... Uh, which I have small talent, so Strong, I think yeah, you better yeah, keep yeah. her. Uh -huh. um, why the Irish House Party? Did you guys start as a, as a house party band? Um, well, we've all been playing music around Dublin for, for years, and uh, we got a little bit fed up with the whole kind of diddly-eye stigma that was attached to Irish music, and we wanted to come up with a show, um, something that we'd go to ourselves, you know, with, with no kind of flat caps and waistcoats and leprechauns, but, but real <laughs> traditional music, you know, the, the type of stuff that we grew up with. <laughs> you, you say on your website you're trying to get away from the twee Irish music. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind of stage Irish thing, um, because there's such a wealth in Irish music, like, um, it's, it's fantastic, and, and we've just, we got together and we, we put the concept for the show together, and we've taken it from there. Well, what I noticed about the music is how much more how much more emotional and heartfelt it was than I put traditional in quotes because you're playing traditional Irish music, but yeah. the kind of sort of music that filters perhaps to the United States and uh -huh. you hear over and over again in Irish bars and yeah, so on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you you all are musicians, and and one of you said one of the bands, excuse me, I don't know if it was you, Jerry, said the. That many of you don't read music. That you grew up with your parents playing music, and you learned it that way. That's right. Yeah, most traditional players in Ireland wouldn't read music. We learn by listening or, or by ear. So um, you'd go along to a session and you'd listen to other musicians play, and that's how the music gets passed down and passed on from generation to generation. And is that what happened to you? Um, yeah. Well, I, I started off playing the piano, so I kind of came the, the classical route. Um, but the lads came up through the tradition, and yeah, they would have learned. They, t they took lessons as well, but a lot of it comes through your family. Uh, so if your parents were box players or pipers, they pass it on to their kids, and that's how that's how it happens. The lads being uh, 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 Declan, Declan and Fergal. Yeah. <laughs> the, lads. the likely lads. Yeah. <laughs> what did you call them? The likely lads. Yeah. What is <laughs> <laughs> 
any hour of the day or night. Well, now you've kindly agreed to stay with us and play us in and out of commercial breaks, which I just think is great because to someone listening to this radio show now, it, it certainly evokes Ireland. Do you have a, a particular song you'd like to play? Because this is your segment and we're talking to you. Yeah. Um, is, is, oh, l let me also say before I forget, because I don't want to run into the original and not say this. I'll say it again during the show. The Irish House Party is coming, the, the band, is coming to Chicago between the 19th of January and the 2nd of February. And if you live anywhere near Chicago, if you live in the Midwest, uh, if you go to their Facebook page, which is Facebook forward slash uh, the Irish House Party. That's it, dot That's com. That's it, dot com. Yeah, the yeah. Facebook, the Irish, or just go to Facebook and type in the Irish House Party, and you'll find their website. You will see where they're playing in Chicago from the 19th of January, 2nd of February. You're also going to New York in June, so if you're listening to this mm -hmm. on the East Coast, uh, you'll have a chance this summer to catch them, and again, go to their Facebook page, the Irish House Party. Is there something you'd like to play, like a one or yeah, two minute song? Just to mention we'll as well, for, for anybody coming into Dublin, we're based here in the city centre, in the Liberty, so it's, it's real Dublin. It's halfway between Christchurch and the Guinness Hop Store, so if anybody's looking for some good traditional music and dancing and food. Come along and see us. On and Francis I will be Street. honest. I yeah. told you before the radio show started that I shoot a lot of shows for my television series in different countries around the world. And I've been to so many sort of, you know, authentic, mm. quote unquote, mm. nights of music and dancing mm. that often I, I avoid them. I yeah. mean, I send the crew because we need a few shots sure. and things, but, but it's you sort of, oh, both. goodness. <laughs> and I, when, when, uh, when I was invited, I was like, well, I don't know, you know, it's another, because I'd seen traditional Irish music plays played in other places in Ireland on other trips. And I was gonna. I thought, well, I'll leave after an hour. I mean, you guys could have gone on for five hours, and I would have stayed. Good. So let me shut up and let you play some. Okay, um, I'm going to do a song next in the Irish language, and um, obviously nowadays English is the main language spoken in Ireland, but Irish is still our official language, and there still are parts of the country where Irish is spoken as the first language. This song is from one of those areas. Okay, and I'm not going to say anything and let you play us into the commercial, but stick around. When we come back, we're going to talk a little about uh, uh, Irish food. But here we go, the Irish Lovely. House Party Band.
Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with her nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Hi folks, Rudy Maxa here inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. If you ever visit Dublin and want to treat yourself to a fabulous hotel, come to where I'm sitting right now, the Marion, M-E-R-R-I-O-N. It's a member of the leading hotels of the world. It's a fabulous, just a fabulous place to have. I've been here for four nights and... I never want to leave. We're coming to you live from Dublin, Ireland this weekend. We're celebrating all things Irish, and this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company and a worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe, helping leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. And right now, if you visit travelguard.com forward slash stories, you can read the newest story in a series of true travel tales and be eligible for a chance to win a new Kindle. Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from travelers about their experiences, and in this latest one, a group charters a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands, but after four days in the sun, the engines quit and the boat begins to take on water. Oh, no. To find out the true story of what happened and a chance to win to Kindle, go to travelguard.com forward slash stories. might sound like a bagpipe to you, but it's a uniquely Irish uh, instrument called the Illin Pipes, and it's being played by Fergal Chambers, who is part of the Irish House Party Band. You're going to hear them throughout the hour and help you feel like you're here in Ireland as I am. I spent Saturday morning walking a food trail through downtown Dublin with Evelyn Coyle. She runs a company called Fabulous Food Trails, the website, and I'll give it to you when we're at the, at the end of our conversation as well. It's fabulousfoodtrails.ie. IE is Ireland's uh, designation on the web. Um, and she is the author of the Irish Potato Book. She's, edited, uh, she's editor of cookbooks and food-related books. But we spent two and a half hours walking around to particular pastry shops, cheesemongers, um, gourmet food stores. It was a great way to see the food of Ireland. But Evelyn, welcome to the show, first of all. Thank you. Let's start with what is Irish cuisine exactly? I'm a little unclear on that. 
Well, it's a good question. We don't have a history of great cuisine. And when you ask anybody what's typically Irish, we always say, well, bacon, cabbage, um, Irish stew. And we have great bacon, cabbage and Irish stew, but we have an awful lot else as well. Great produce. And we've always had great produce. Well, I know Irish beef is famous for not having any antibiotics or any of that sort of... In the main, yeah, that's absolutely true, and and it's grass-fed throughout the year. A lot of Irish beef, a lot of Irish cattle are grass-fed throughout the year, so the quality is great. But it's very interesting. You told me a couple reasons that Irish cuisine has big-upped itself over the last, say, 10 or 15 years. Share that with our audience, will you? Yeah, we've had a lot of people began to go into cheesemaking in a very small way, and that has proved to be really, really good. We also had, of course, the Celtic Tiger in the 90s, uh, we were rich, very briefly. That was when the Irish economy was booming. Then the Irish economy was booming, and there was a chance for smaller people to start. In fact, what started then has done terribly well during this recession, and you've got more and more people who are very passionate about what they're doing, and they're very pure about what they're doing, and they realise that we have what we don't, what nobody else has in Europe. And travel has paid or played a role in 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 making Irish cuisine. Uh, more terrific. Yes, and in the 90s what happened was a young uh, man put his head over the parapet and uh, became our second patron saint and his name is Michael O'Leary. <laughs> Not a is... lot of travelers sometimes <laughs> consider the founder of Ryanair a patron saint. Well, but, if uh... you lived on an island like we did in the 90s where going to London cost £190 before, before Michael Ryanair. O'Leary right. stuck his head up and said, I'll bring you us all for £10, he released us off the island and made travel an everyday thing thing for us because prior to then we saved all year to travel and then we paid the next six months we spent paying that off. So so the rise of this discount carrier which is now dominates one of the dominating discount carriers in Europe called Ryanair started by Michael Lear. The rise in a discount carrier had a direct impact on cuisine because because we were traveling we were experiencing food in other countries we knew we had great produce but all sorts of ideas came back and we demanded more and of course the other thing that happened in the 90s that for the very first time in our history we had immigration into the country people coming from other countries settling here wanting to stay here bring up their children here and they brought their tradition traditions of food and cooking using the produce that was being brought in here. So, you know, the way we eat and shop today is actually very different than the way we were eating in the 80s. Well, I love the food market today, the guy shucking the oysters there. Yeah. Six oysters and a glass of white wine for 12, 12 pounds, euros. I think. 12 euros, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. 12 euros, which is about $16. Uh, we went to a place that, that makes amazing pastries. That's right, yeah, the cake cafe, yeah. And a place yeah. of incredible hummus. I mean, all, yeah. it was a good wide stuff a rainbow of food. Yeah, we try and do a good cross-section between cheesemongers, delicatessens, maybe pastries. Sometimes we go into a butcher's, we might go into a pub, we might go to a takeaway, street food, like really good street food. So we, it's usually between six and eight tastings. And a I bit experi- of history, a bit of architecture. And I experience all these with my guest, Evelyn Coyle, who runs fabulous, the Fabulous Food Trail. And if you go to Fabulous Food Trails, is it plural? fabulousfoodtrails.ie. If you're headed this way to Dublin, you might want to do a two and a half hour walk. It's all year round. The weather is fairly mild. Uh, Just a great way to to see the food of uh, uh, Dublin. Uh, Evelyn, I thank you so much for taking me around this morning. And I thank you for stopping in on the show here in uh, Dublin. Thank you very much. For and I envy you your living here because, uh, by the way, this restaurant has a two Michelin star, re- excuse me, this hotel, the Marion Hotel, has a two star Michelin right. restaurant. If 20 years ago I had told you Ireland would have a two star Michelin restaurant, would you believe yeah, it? Yeah, no one would believe it. Okay. Thank you. Evelyn Coyle. Oh, here comes the band. This is it. The Irish House Party. A little music to take us into the commercial break. Stick around when we come back. 
We'll do more Irish stuff. We're going to talk about the St. Patrick's Festival, the country that brought you St. Patrick's Day. at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Geico says, let's make life simpler. It's a fact of modern life. Switching isn't easy. Your bank, your cable company, your girlfriend. Let's just say each switch comes with a certain degree of difficulty. But switching to Geico, now that couldn't be easier. First of all, it only takes 15 minutes. And just like that, you could be saving hundreds on car insurance. No muss, no fuss, no irate, vengeful, significant others. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Hey, folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with On Call International. On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage. On Call International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more. Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's an advanced natural product clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 without significant lifestyle changes. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-525-2563. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-525-2563. That's one 800 Ever wondered what you do if you were seriously sick or injured on a trip? You need On Call International, and joining me is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Now, Mike, why is this protection so critical? Medical evacuation in the U.S. or abroad can cost thirty, fifty, or even $100,000 and is rarely covered by major medical plans, including Medicare. On Call International membership protects your health and wallet with services, including evacuation to the hospital of your choice. And right now, you can save 30% off your membership with the code RUDY30 at OnCallInternational.com. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here, inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Yeah. Oh, hey, we're back. Sorry, I'm sorry. Didn't know we were back on the air. Welcome back. It's about, oh, it's about 43 minutes after the hour. I'm Rudy Max. We're coming to you live from Dublin, Ireland. 
Um, I was so busy listening to the music with my feet up here, smoking a cigar, drinking a pint of Guinness. No, not true, not any of it. Um, that is the uh, Irish uh, House Party band you're listening to. You can find out you can find out more about them by going to the IrishHouseParty.com. Delighted to be joined by Adele Moss. She's the acting CEO of St. Patrick's Festival, the St. Patrick's Festival here, which comes up March 14th to the 18th. Um, Adele, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Delighted to be here. What you know? What does happen here during St. Patrick's Festival? I mean, this is this is the this is ground zero. This is this is I suppose it's Ireland's national holiday, and this is the best place to be for St. Patrick's Day. I'm sure it is. It is. It's very busy right now. We've got 13 bands from around the United States participating this year in the parade as well. So that's fantastic. 13 bands from from the U.S. coming yeah, here. Are the they US. Irish bands or just bands? All high school, university bands, um, adult group bands. We've got the fire department in New York emergency services band is here this year so we're delighted to have them here in the parade does the Liffey run green that's the Liffey is the river that runs through Dublin no but the rest of the town certainly does so you can't <laughs> but spot green on St. Patrick's Day in Dublin now this is the gathering it's a big deal the gathering 2013 this whole year where Ireland's welcoming back anybody who has Irish ancestors or is Irish or loves anything Irish or just wants to come for whatever uh, to see Ireland. Um, anything special planned uh, for this because of the gathering this year? Yeah, just to explain, normally our parade here in Dublin would be different to the parade you have in New York and Chicago where it would be walkers. Our parade is normally performance-based, so it would be theatrical groups and bands performing. But this year, for the first time ever, and only time, so a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, we're going to have 8,000 overseas visitors take part in the parade. It's called the People's Parade, so they will get to march in the parade and then get to watch the, the main parade come behind it. So, so far, our applications are in Line, and we've over 800 people in from across the United States. We've got groups from Belgium, France, the Netherlands, UK, as far away with 32 different countries in at the moment. So are Americans invited? Oh, um, absolutely. It's the most popular with Americans at the moment. They're our biggest category that are in. So you can just be a family, you can be a group. Uh, so so you should go online. Go online to, to register to, to do register. this. Yeah, and absolutely. Is, is that St. Patrick's St. Patrick's Festival.ie? Yeah, and just follow the links for the People's Parade, and you'll have an absolutely fantastic time here on March 17th. So, right. first time ever to be walking in the parade. All right, let me make that clear to our audience. If you want to march in the St. Patrick's Festival Parade here in Dublin, Ireland, for, uh, which is going on from March 14th to the 18th next year, go to. St. Patrick's Festival, and Saint is not spelled out, it's S-T, St. Patrick's Festival, all one word, dot I-E, fill out a form, and if you're in the first 8,000 people, Absolutely. you're in the deal. You're in, and we're looking forward to having you here. Now, do, let me, do hotel prices go up? Does everything go up during St. Patrick's? I mean, is that a, I mean, it would make sense that they do, but... Yeah, obviously with the Gathering Ireland this year as well, there's a real effort from the hotels and the industry as well to accommodate our special guests who will be joining us around festival time. Mm -hmm. There is a little bit of uh, price increases, obviously, as you, as you would expect with the supply and demand, but there are some very good deals out there as well. So again, check out the Irish Hotels Federation, their website, or discoverireland.ie as well. So um, again, lots of uh, fantastic deals there from the hotels and guest houses around Dublin and around the country. What else would you advise somebody coming in from overseas to, to know about before they visit? Um, I think as well just to realise that okay March 17th is our big day but also there's a full as you mentioned programme of events so you'll hear bands like our the lovely Irish house party here as well the best of traditional Irish music and dance we have a beautiful culture programme as well which runs called I Love My City for the duration of the period and just basically looking around the institutions and all that Ireland has to offer in particular in the capital around the time of the festival so it's, it's, it's really absolutely you just can't but fall on something that's great that you won't have seen anywhere else in the world. You told me before the, during the commercial break you do talk 
talk fast. You do talk I fast. I do, I do. I get it all in there, yeah. And so wh uh, why do you talk so much faster? Um, than, uh, I'm just I'm just realizing that St. Patrick's Festival is nearly upon us, so uh, I need to, I need <laughs> to get back get to, to the office. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adele uh, Moss, thank you for joining us. The website is stpatrickstfestival.ie. Uh, if you want to register to uh, march in the parade, go. The first 8,000 people get to do it. And stick around when we come back. We're going to talk about Trinity College. Uh, this Trin You can't believe when Trinity College was started. It's so old, uh, you're not going to believe how many years ago it was. And we're going to talk about one of the most famous things to see here, the Book of Kells. We'll explain that in just a moment. We're going to have the Irish House Party Band lead us out, and we'll be right back. Changes that have come over me these past few days. I've been afraid that I might drift away. been telling stories, singing songs about the place where I come from and that's the reason why I've been so far away today. Let me tell you that I love you and I think about you all the time. Caledonia has been calling me, and now I'm going. Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. The Irish House Party is in the house. You can find more information at theirishhouseparty.com. They're coming to Chicago, 19th of January through the 2nd of February. Want to find out where they're playing? Go to Facebook, type in The Irish House Party, and you'll find it all there. Trinity College sits right smack in the center of Dublin. When was And, and, and I'm delighted to be joined by Anne-Marie Diffley. She's a visitor center manager at Trinity College, uh, but uh, don't let that fool you. She's got diplomas in history, politics, marketing, art history, and she is one of the keepers of the Book of Kells. We'll talk about the Book of Kells in a moment, but first, Trinity College was founded, I see it on the sweatshirts everywhere here. Give us, give us that year. Well, Rudy, it was founded in 1592 see, by um, Queen Elizabeth I. Americans don't understand 1592. <laughs> that 1592 is like, you know, I think Columbus had barely landed there. Well, I know it was 100 years earlier, but um, okay. And, and you have a couple libraries there, and one of them is dedicated to, uh, well, you, have, you are one of the libraries that, like our Library of Congress, That's correct, yes. that receives every book published. Every book published in Britain and in Ireland since 1801. How many warehouses you got filled with those books? Well, we have six million books uh, in oh. Trinity College, over Ouch. nine library buildings, including three sort of um, warehouses out near Dublin Airport. Oh so God. a lot of books, yeah. And the one that everyone comes to see is the one that holds your older books, your rare books. That's correct, And the yes. centerpiece of that is called the Book of Kells. What is the Book of Kells? Well, the Book of Kells is a lavishly decorated copy of the four Gospels, and we believe written on the island of Iona, which is a small island uh, off uh, the coast of Scotland by Irish monks uh, there. 
Um, because of the Viking invasions, the, the monks left with the book, came to Ireland, and they settled at their sister monastery in Kells County Meath. And eventually the book was handed to Trinity College in 1661. And the fame comes from the beauty, sophistication and decoration of the illustrated pages. You know, we think of the five or six monks that created the Book of Kells, one or two had the spark of genius. So it's, um, you know, it's a must-see. Uh, half a million visitors come to see the Book of Kells every year. And you said the monks gave it to Trinity College in 1661? Well, um, it, was, it was in the monastery uh, at Kells. It, uh, through the Reformation, it went to the church. And Henry Jones, the Bishop of Meath, handed the Book of Kells to Trinity College. So we keep it in safekeeping for the country. So do we know when it was, when they started working on it and illustrating these Gospels? Around the year 800. Oh. Yeah, that's when it was written. Um, you so it know, took 800 years to get here. Well, it, it, was, it, was, it was written, we think only took a number of years to write. And, you know, it was a religious book and it brought, brought as I say, to Kells and then eventually uh, has landed up in Trinity College. And... Uh, we were very lucky. A uh, uh, friend and I, uh, Bob and I, went over, came over and saw you in Trinity you this did, week. Indeed. And we walked right in, and there it was. It's, it's very beautifully displayed under glass, of course, and you can see the illustrations. Uh, but you said during the summer there tends to be lines. Well, yes. Um, you know, we're a busy European capital, so um, some of our tourist attractions would have uh, queues. But that's part of the fun, I think, you know. Well, didn't you uh, say that yeah. one of the, there were Americans everywhere when there was, a, there was a Notre Dame football game here this year? Yes, uh, 1st of September, uh, Notre Dame and the Navy played. And, and every uh, American apparently came to it and then had to come see the Book of Kells. Absolutely. Uh, the queues went right around the square, right up the street. Um, you know, I, as, I, as I said to you, I think that I think American footballers have great taste. <laughs> I've heard a lot of Dubliners, particularly restaurants and so on, saying, you know, we'd like a lot more college football games played here in Ireland. Yeah, it <laughs> American was, college football games. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Always great fun. It was, it, was, uh, it was a lovely atmosphere in the city and it was great fun and, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of fun around that time. All right. Um, there's a website that if someone is coming to Dublin and they yes. want to plan ahead yeah. to visit the Book of Kells, and it is www.bookofkells.ie and you get all the information there. Again, IE is the uh, designation on the on the web for Ireland. So Book of Kells, K E L S, Book of Kells. IE. Uh, Anne Marie, have you got any weird questions about it? I mean, you, when you see friends at cocktail parties and they say, "What goes on there with the Book of Kells?" Do you have a, a couple favorite stories you like to tell about what someone may have asked you or thought about it? Well, I suppose people want to know what it's made of, and it's made of calf skin, and uh -huh. uh, we're, we're asked that sort of question. Um, God, you've stumped me now, uh, Rudy. Uh, you know, my mind, of course, is going completely no blank Well, I guess I always look for really <laughs> stupid questions. Has anybody ever asked you a really stupid question? Um, oh, well, um, they go upstairs, and you know, upstairs is full of books, and people yes. say, um, well, where's the library? And you kind of say, well, <laughs> we're actually in it. And sometimes people think that there's nothing behind the books. Well, you know you why? Because yeah? all those yeah. old books, almost, there's so many, and it goes up two, several That's stories. Right. Yeah. It almost looks like wallpaper, that fake wallpaper it does, of, of, the, does, of spine, yeah. spines of books. Absolutely. Well, I think that's what sometimes pe pe people and may think. you just can't believe yeah, all these yeah. things are books. Yeah. Hey, Anne-Marie Diffley, thank you for joining us. The website's bookofkells.ie. Come see it. Let's play ourselves. We're going to take a break for about six minutes for some news and advertising in your local station, and we'll be back. Those stations are leaving us. We'll see you next weekend. Here they are, the Irish House Party playing us out here in Dublin.
You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.